During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adioe Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. I almost wore the exact same pink I bomber jacket. I wish you Tim, did. Tim, fucking Gettys. It's close enough. Yeah, I do have the pink shirt. We're pink bros salmon. Today. Yeah, it is more salmon. 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 Yeah. Salmon. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Wasn't planning on being on Games Daily today. Yeah, this then is I, a, an Audible that we made five minutes ago. I woke up and I was like, oh shit, there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. It's actually happening, everybody. And then you hit me up. You're like, hey, a lot of Nintendo stuff today. Maybe grab the stick mic and pop on. Yeah. And then I walk in about five minutes ago. I was like, yo, when do you want me on? And Greg's like, you know what? Just this take hosts my the place. show. <laughs> this hosts the show. And I'm excited about that. We're talking about so much Nintendo stuff today. Today's stories include a Nintendo Direct is happening tomorrow. Nintendo Switch becomes the third best-selling console ever and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when you get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. Do you have part of the show at thekindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Mm-hmm. housekeeping for you a new kind of funny podcast is up uh where the folks where the crew determines uh who has the longest tongue at kind of funny yep i'm not watching the episode i'm just going off of headline is that accurate to what that is a thousand happening? percent accurate and there's no clickbait at all we oh. actually measure now some of us we measure girth oh and oh. the results might surprise <laughs> oh now was this just the kind of funny podcast crew or did you bring people in you know i don't want to spoil anything okay because i have you coming in is it all big big tongue swinging over here <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm, listen i'm not gonna claim to have the biggest tongue in kind of stop funny. trying to take my <laughs> shit bless oh wait did you win the biggest tongue i'm not saying is there i'm just long referencing tongue? a kfaf joke from four years ago i don't have i don't think i have that but you know, first you're trying to take my beanie now you're trying to take my Actually, no. Somebody's going to give that out. Yeah, they are. Stuck out my look, look, what are you did, doing? Now, did what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> did y'all cross your eyes when you <laughs> stuck out no, the tongue? No? no. That's enough. No? Move on. I was, I'm just asking questions, Barry. He get mad at me for asking questions, yes, Barry. I'm curious about the show. Now tell me what the content <laughs> is. Can you bring up the thumbnail when you have a, a, a second, Barry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, more housekeeping for you. Uh, also, if you like the Kind of Funny podcast, there's a new episode of the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast that is up right now on Patreon uh, where the crew tries to determine a new name for for the show and we also show off uh embarrassing home videos oh yeah i show off some uh dance videos from back in the day honestly not as embarrassing as you think they are bless i felt embarrassed i don't know i don't i don't like showing off my past 
We also saw Rogers, like one of Rogers' old um, YouTube videos, which is actually which like great. It was actually great. Yeah. Rogers not changed in oh, ten yeah. years. Yeah, oh yeah, because it was it was one of the it was a video he made when he was sixteen, and him at the age of what now twenty three. Crazy. I think now he's twenty one. Four. Oh, he's twenty four. It was 20. his birthday he's, last week. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> it seems like a video that he would still make today. And then did I read an old monologue that I used to uh, use as a uh, audition? Maybe. 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 It was a fun episode. Again, the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast, if you got the loop. It's basically the Kind of Funny podcast, but with a younger, fresher crew. Whoa. That, that's Photoshop, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I was like, yo, there's absolutely no way. That is amazing. Ew. Hell yeah. Kind of Funny podcast up right now if you want to go check that out. Um, and also, if you have suggestions for a new name for the Kind of Funny Next Gen podcast, we, 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 it was brought up as a bit about the renaming the, the, the show, right? Because Roger wants to name it the Ava Bros because he's really into Avatar now. But also, yeah. I feel like we could still use it. Some people put up Photoshop mock-ups. Yeah, shout out to Olive Party, I believe. Yeah. made some, uh, some good... And it was good. like, he like photoshopped kind of funny stuff into like Nick Jr. and Fox, Fox Kids stuff and did like KF Jr. and KF Fine. Kids and a bunch of those. And they all honestly looked really good and made me consider like, yo, what if we re- renamed the Next Gen Podcast to KF Jr.? You know? Are you with me? He's out with him. I'm thinking about it. He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A Baker's Dozen. Starting with our number one. We're officially getting a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Tim, are you live reacting to that Nintendo Direct? Yes, we are. 100%. 100%. And yeah. I can't freaking wait. Let's I cannot see. wait. Let's talk about it. This comes from Rebecca Valentine at IGN. It's that time of the year again, folks. We've got a Nintendo Direct on the way, taking place tomorrow, February 8th. Confirmed in a tweet from Nintendo of America, the Direct will take place at 2 p.m. Pacific time. The Direct will be around 40 minutes long, focusing on games launching in the first half of 2023. Though no specific games are confirmed by Nintendo in the tweet, uh, this could include The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which, which has a May release date. To read the tweet from Nintendo America verbatim, they tweeted out, Tune in at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow, February 8th, for a hashtag Nintendo Direct livestream featuring roughly 40 minutes of information, mostly mostly focused on hashtag Nintendo Switch games launching in the first half of 2023. Of course, you got to look at the fine print for these things. Too. Of course you do. Of course. What is your, your hype levels for this Nintendo Direct? Could not be higher. We're at a point now that we need a big one. We are due a big one. We've now been due a big one for a long time. Tomorrow might not be the big one, but it damn well might be. We know that Nintendo has a ton of games to announce. They haven't. Mm-hmm. Will they tomorrow? I am willing to believe we're going to get a good one tomorrow. You think I think gonna... we're going to get some some real good stuff. I do think there could be some bad news. I do think bad delays news. are not off the table. Bless. Will, will they announce that at a, at a direct? Potentially. Mm. Yeah. What Again, what kind of delays are you thinking? Like Zelda delays? Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> Don't do this to me. You're I'm crazy. just saying it's a possibility. I, legitimately, I, I know that this is a not very interesting response to this. I mm. legit think anything could happen tomorrow. This is a Nintendo at their most. There's the most question blocks that we've ever had, I think, for a Nintendo Direct where legitimately this could be the most banger Direct of all time or it could be a major disappointment. It could be somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think that there is nothing we can go off that's like, oh, well, it's definitely not going to be this, definitely not going to be that. It could be anything. 
normally we like to pick apart all the words that they use of like, mm. oh, they're just talking about 2023 games. And how many times have they actually stuck to that? Never. It's rare, but it's inconsistent. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Anything can fucking happen. The way that this is phrased here, roughly 40 minutes. That's a lot of information, mostly focusing on first half of 2023. That means that they're even saying that there could be stuff later in the year or next year or whatever. Mm. I think we're going to get a lot of stuff that makes me and you very excited. Oh. Uh, Bander SN in the chat says they just reaffirmed Zelda's release uh, at the financial uh, release, so I doubt it gets delayed tomorrow. It's good. There's a financial thing that they're like doubling down on a date. Mm. Hopefully that's good news for the three of us. You know, In the past, that has not been the case. They really? have done things at the financial thing, and then um, like maybe not the next day, but really soon... Completely changed it. And again, in the state of the world we're in, I don't expect Zelda to get delayed, to be clear. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I do think that there is a, there's a chance, and I don't think it's less than 20%. Wow. So, do you think there's a chance that this Direct is as underwhelming as the one we got back in September? Yeah, always. It's Nintendo. WNDs. Left -hmm. and right. Always a chance for that. But I don't think that that'll be the case, because again, I can't reiterate this enough. We do not know what most of Nintendo's biggest teams have worked on. And there is so many questions that we are asking and need to be answered at some point soon. The reality is we know that we're getting um, Kirby at the end of this month, Mm -hmm. right? Return to Dreamland. We know we're getting Bayonetta, Cerveza, Origin, whatever it was. That sounds right. Right? Uh, In March. And then we know we're getting um, Zelda in May. Yeah. On top of that, Advanced Wars has to be somewhere, so I imagine that that tomorrow will be where we get a release date for that. For sure. Probably going to be soon. Um, and then on top of that, Pikmin 4, like, I think is, I'd be willing to say a 90% lock for tomorrow. My question is, is that Nintendo's year? You know, we're talking about uh, a Nintendo Direct at the top of the year, right? We're talking about it happening in February. Usually when we get these kinds of presentations this early on in the year, what I am looking for is for them to set the tone in terms of what 2023 is going to look like. And I wonder if the games you just mentioned, right, again, Breath or uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be the biggest Nintendo release of the year, you imagine. Maybe there could be a Pokemon. Maybe there could be. I, I think Pokemon would be the only other thing, really, that would wow. overtake that in terms of being the biggest thing. I think there's one thing you're missing out on. What's that, friend? You can say Small little Italian plumber named Mario who's having a very big year this year. All right, I I would put that I would put that at like this. The, I guess that 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 would be bigger. I guess that would be bigger. or yeah. or, or that at least makes the same, or at least sure. the same. Yeah, I, I kind of put those in the same tier. Um, but I just ha- I have a t- tough time believing in it. Really? Yeah, it, coming out this year. I mean, I think it's there is no chance that a Mario game, whether it's a new two D or new three D Mario game, doesn't come out this year. I think. Interesting. I, no, will it be talked about tomorrow? I think yes, especially when you start thinking about the timing of things of Super Nintendo Worlds uh, being open mm-hmm. now and the mario movie coming out in april it's february they could announce a mario game that's coming out in april i don't think that's the case but they really could what are you talking about like 2d mario you talking i'm talking many I, what have the teams been working on there could be completed there could be both out there god damn you're getting me excited Tim. you're getting and me i gotta think back to 2017 bless where we had both breath of the wild and mario odyssey you know, that's fair year. but that and was like, also a special year we didn't even year. know really like what Mario <laughs> Odyssey was when they revealed the Switch and there was yeah. that like two seconds of like new Mario gameplay and we're like what the fuck is this and yeah. like, we didn't really know much about it until also later so. that guy in the Mario costume peeking through a curtain and it was really creepy and then like yeah. got the Switch the next day yeah. but yeah I, see that's the thing is I 
you know, I was thinking about that. I think that is a very good point. I also think that 2017 was just such a special year because that was the reveal of the console. Cool. Let's hit him with our big guns. It is early in the year. Here's the Switch. Here's Zelda. Here's Splatoon. Here's ARMS. <laughs> here's a new Mario game, right? Here's all of our big hitters. The, is Nintendo going to do that on a in a random year of the Switch's life cycle? But it's not a random year. It's We're five years. We're half a decade away from that launch, right? And we've mm-hmm. seen kind of the cyclical nature of IP and the different devs and what they've done, whether it's things like Luigi's Mansion 3 or Link's Awakening or the bigger things like Mario Odyssey. We even got Super Mario Maker 2 being one of the smaller titles, things like that. We're due for what is the Mario Kart team working on? What it pretty much the sequel to 2017. We are due that. Tim, I want to speculate with you and here to help us speculate is a non-64 who wrote into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can. Anon writes it and says, Hey, KFG crew, a new Nintendo Direct is upon us, and you know what that means, dot, dot, dot. Predictions. I've got a list of things that could happen at tomorrow's Direct, and I want you all all to tell me the likelihood of each of these things happening. Tim, Mm -hmm. are you ready? This is a long list here. Oh, I love this. Do we see a new mainline Mario game? I'm going to say yes. You know, here's the thing. Do you want to do yes or no, or do you want to do percentage? I like percentage. Yeah, I'm just percentage. percentage. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna say seventy-five um, percent chance we see a Mario, Whew. a mainline Mario, which I would count as either a new two D Mario or a three D Mario. I'm gonna say fifty, and I would I would love to see a Mario Odyssey two, but I think there's a higher percent chance that we see a two D Mario. Right. I think like that between. 3D Mario and 2D Mario. I feel like 2D Mario is the moneymaker. Usually, like, those come out and they, they sell surprisingly more than 3D Mario, which I will never understand. There's no fucking surprise there, man. We are goddamn due a new 2D Mario with a new art style. This is all that I want, Bless. It's all okay, that I wanted for a very style. long time. Now you're asking for a lot, Tim. Tim We've had the Tim, same art Tim style for 20 dream. years, everybody. And it's worked. And it's sold. No, okay, it has sold. It has sold. But you can switch it up, man. We, we have a new art style with the movies. I got a few words for you, Tim. Yes. New Super Mario Brothers Switch. Yeah. That's what it's going to be, and you're going to like it. It won't. It it's going to be that. Honestly. It's, maybe the graphics will be a little bit better. You will, you will see my face deflate if that is the case tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I want a new, new Super Mario Brothers. But here's the, here's the thing, Tim. What if it stars a new Mario brother? <laughs> they introduce the third Mario Holy brother. Holy shit! <laughs> Gario. <laughs> Gario! I don't... I, okay, I know this sounds like madness, but what if? Yo, like, what if that's how they bring in new freshness into the Mario franchise? Is they introduce a new brother? I am shooketh, bless. How have we never thought about this? <laughs> We've never considered the fact that they might be a third a new Mario, Mario. brother. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think we see a new 2D Mario. Well, I think there's a chance we see a new 2D Mario over 3D Mario as much as I love 3D Mario. Um, but I, I, how they freshen it up, I have no idea. I think a new art style would be dope as hell. I just don't believe in it from Nintendo. Again, we're talking about the, the, the same Nintendo that makes all these weird Nintendo decisions. We're talking about a Nintendo that oftentimes does play it safe, right? Like they experiment, they tweak around with game mechanics and all this stuff. But I think in terms of what they know is core, they don't switch up that often and so i i would i would see a new mario still having the same art style or or if they do do a different art style do do uh maybe they align it more with the super mario brothers movie dude that's what i'm saying maybe they take inspiration from the movie is the first new style of art we had for mario in a core way in decades which is wild to think about pretty much 64 happened and they're just like that's what mario and friends look like that's what they sound like Mm. which is not going to waver from that and it's weird because you look back to the old Mario games and that was 
completely opposite of how they used to function, which every game had its own unique style. You look at some of the sports games, like we always talk about strikers, like Mario has experimented with his look and vibe in some of the, the spinoff titles, but it's fucking time, man, for mm-hmm. 2D to do this. I'm trying, I've been trying to hold back a laugh because somebody in chat said Mario Luigi and now introducing Sean. <laughs> That's so funny to me. They just like call the third Mario brother, like Scott, because that is a regular ass name. All right, so for do we see a new mainline Mario game? Tim says seventy five percent. I say fifty percent. Do we see a new Mario sports game? It's been a lot of rumors, and and these are the type of rumors that I don't know if they're rumors or just people trying to will it into existence uh, for baseball. Oh, don't do people that, are trying. That's people trying to will it into existence. I don't know, man. Like I am shocked that we got strikers, but we did mm-hmm. on the Switch. The only baseball or the only sports game from mario that we haven't gotten is baseball for a single core title that there was the mario sports mix or whatever the hell on 3d s but uh uh i i i'm gonna say 50 percent. tim says 50 i'm so here's the thing for mario every single year we get something mario right it might not be mainline mario but if it's not mainline mario it is uh, uh super mario maker it is mario tennis mario golf mario strikers we get something mario mm-hmm. so i think this year we will get something mario the question of is it a sports game or a non-sports game is the thing where it, get, it gets hairy right like <laughs> could it be a random new mario party who knows right could it be a um like an nes remix mario brothers remix game that i just made up in my head i hope who kn- i mean that'd be awesome but like who knows i'm going to say i'm gonna say 70 percent I'm 70% on we'll get a new Mario sports game. What sport? Baseball. I mean, I guess it could be baseball. It will be. It could be basketball. It won't be. What other what what other, <laughs> what other popular sports are there? Uh it's been done before that they would want to bring back. Yeah. Know? Like is there I Mario feel like volleyball? Those are the two, you know. It was the Sailing Star? I think those are the two that like they've yeah. done before in the past that we just haven't gotten before that they could bring back uh for nostalgia points, right? I hope we don't get a new Mario sports game. And only because I want them to like take a break from sports and refigure their shit out. But yeah, they, they really they really treat sports as not a priority there, right? Like the sports are very much their B tier titles, which hurts my no, heart. No, they're not. They're like C tier. Yeah, yeah. It hurts my heart because like Tennis you can tell, you can tell when you pick up those games. It's like, oh yeah, okay, they, they got the stuff here, and then you play like more than five minutes, and it's like, oh man. There's a world <laughs> where Andy and I would still go back to Mario Tennis today, you know, if it had longer legs. Yep. Man. Dude, I fucking I, even that Mario Tennis Aces I played for a good week before I was like I just can't do this anymore. Yeah, I fucking loved it until it, it just ran out of ju- juice, and that keeps happening with these Mario sports games. I didn't even pick up Strikers because because of it. Um, but Tim says fifty percent. I say seventy percent. Does Metroid Prime Four finally make an appearance? I'm lower on this one. I would say twenty five. I don't think that it's impossible. I do think that tomorrow's direct, and this is probably going to be the uh, the worst prediction I'm going to make right in, about tomorrow. Um, but I think that tomorrow is going to be really representative of Nintendo's place in the industry for the next year mm-hmm. and what we're looking at in terms of whatever the Switch Pro, next Switch, Switch Two, Super Switch, whatever the hell. Like it will give us an idea of are they closing out this era or are they going fucking hard and continuing it and mm. what's that look like so i i think that metroid prime could bookend either of those stories where it's either hey they're going to talk about it now because they want 
us to believe that the Switch is going to be supported for a long time, and they want to give us those unicorns to be excited about while also peppering us with all of the Fire Emblems and Bayonettas and the smaller things in between. Um, but also, maybe that game is just completely not even close to being shown again, and that's yeah. where we're at. That's the, t- <clears throat> the tough thing about it for me, is I think that is a game now that you would show again when you're about ready to release it. I think that is, that's going to be a, you show the game and it releases that same year. And I don't think we're in that year yet. I think we we might be a year or two away from actually getting there because that game has had a turbulent development. The Nintendo knows that the audience knows that that game has had a turbulent development, right? Because they came out years ago and we're like, hey, we are restarting this thing just so you guys know. And I think with that, you, that game specifically is one that I might not use as the for the unicorn status, right? Like we know it exists. We know that's being, being being worked on. But I think to keep teasing it, uh, even though you've already come out and said that that uh, development has re- restarted and given to another studio might be a bit much. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say 10% that we see it t- uh, today or tomorrow. Yeah. Having said all that, I do think it's important to note that Retro is another one of those teams that like we have not seen release a game in a very long time. Donkey Kong mm-hmm. Country Tropical, Tropical Freeze was the last new game they put out. I know that they were put onto Metroid Prime not too long ago, but at this point, it's not too How long short ago? ago. <laughs> How long ago was that? Was it like four years ago? Because that is a good amount of time. It feels like it, right? Like, I feel like we weren't in COVID when it was happening. No. So well, when they got uh, re put onto the that, Metroid, yeah. yeah. That was 2019, because I remember being, or maybe like that might have been late 2019, maybe early 2020. We were definitely in the office, I remember, on that news day. People in chat are saying it was beginning of 2019. So it's been about four okay. years. So it's been so, about four years. and that, that game might come out in the next couple of years. And I know games are different now mm-hmm. in how they're made and everything. But looking at uh, Retro, who made Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3, those games all came out about three to four years apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So they're building on something that at least some people there are familiar with. So what that means, I don't know. Obviously, we're talking about GameCube and Wii games compared to Switch games, but we're not talking about PS5 games. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think this game could be further along than most people would expect based on how little we've heard of this game. And also, the only things we've heard are delays and shuffling. See, the thing I would love, and this comes back to what I was just saying, but I would love for us to get to E3. Um, and maybe not this E3. Maybe it's, maybe it's the E3 after E3. And, and I know Nintendo's not doing it with E3, but bear with me. For us to get to the summer and Nintendo to do a direct and it be a, all right, and now here's the re-reveal of Metroid Prime Metroid Prime 4. And it feels like how the reveal of Fallout 4 was, was where it was, you know, we, a deep dive, big breakdown. Here's what the game is. And it just works. And it's out this fall. Nintendo doesn't really do like big breakdowns in that way, but I would love a focused, hey, here's 10 minutes on Metroid Prime 4 and it's out in a few months you can play it i think that would be such a slam dunk for for that game that's nintendo's mo mm-hmm. for the most part right yeah like they well do, for like yeah with they the, do that promotional structure where it's like what are they called the treehouse directs the treehouse yeah. lives yeah is yeah. usually where we get like that deep dive yeah i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about like announcing a game and it coming out within a couple months mm-hmm. like that's what they do for the most part like i feel like zelda and metroid prime are the two examples against that uh this generation but otherwise mm-hmm. pretty much we hear about a game and then we get it not even that year. We get it, like, within months. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll Mario Strikers, right? Like, they announced that, and boom, it just came out. Fire Emblem. They announced that. Within, like, three months, it comes out. Do we get a Pikmin 4 trailer? 100%. Tim says 100. I'm also going to say... Mm-hmm. I'm going to be different. I'm going to say 95%. <laughs> 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 I'm going to leave a little, little bit of yeah. room. 
Who knows? Maybe, maybe the they keep that for a later direct in the year. Who knows? Uh, will there be any Wii U ports? You know, I mean, this is such a like a toss up of like the best bet is to say yes. Uh huh. <laughs> right? Because like, look, we're gonna get Twilight Princess at some point. We're gonna get Wind Waker. I keep messing up and saying Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. So keep me honest. Yeah. Everybody. Both of the games were ported to the Wii U, right? Yes. Gotcha. Yes, they were. So we're going to get them on the Switch. I just don't know when. So why not now? <laughs> okay. So what's your percentage? You know, fuck it. I'm going to say 100 that we Tim get a Wii U 100. port. I'm going to say 80. Because I think if we do get a Wii U port, it'll probably be, yeah, Twilight, Prin- or Twilight Princess and or Wind Waker, if you count those. But then going outside of those, I'm like, what is, what's left on the Wii U to port over? NES Remix, SNES Remix. Nintendo Land. Zeno, Nintendo Land. <laughs> I'll Blade, love Nintendo Land, but they're X, not going to do that. Star Fox Zero. Um, but I feel like all of those are kind of expendable. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but Nintendo, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What about get, we're, we're, one of our, our news stories? We're going to talk about sales. Yeah, so it's like expendable to us could be millions of dollars to them. Uh, will any classic games or consoles be added to Switch Online? I'm going to say 100. percent Yeah, I'm going to say yes. I do think that there's a chance. It's just release dates for some of the anticipated things. Like, we still don't have Pokemon Stadium or Stadium 2, and they announced that those are coming, and I'm very excited to play those mini games on a stream. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we get some, some update there. We're running out of games that are exciting for them to announce mm-hmm. on any of the existing consoles on the, the service. That's, that's never stopped them. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. But um, new systems, a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, I, or GameCube, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening not either. Tomorrow. Usually I feel like there's rumblings. Usually I feel like there's um, rumors or people like people with their ear to, ear to the ground talking about, oh, yeah, this thing is coming up. We haven't had that in a while. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to say no to a new, con- new console being added. But, yeah, I think for sure we'll get an update on games coming to the N64. Maybe we finally get DK64. Maybe. If God shines down on us. How many farming games will we see? I mean, that, there is the reality that, you know, we're talking about all the Nintendo properties. Nintendo Directs are usually heavy, if not dominated, by third-party or indie titles. So, um, I'm going to say two. Tim says two. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three. Is Advanced Wars Reboot Camp finally coming out? And will it be out now? Yes, it's finally coming out. I don't think it'll be out now. But it might be. Was that one that was going to get a physical release, do we know? Yes. Mm, that's a good call. Yeah, that's my only um, doubt on like out now, just because of the, the way that they would have to handle that physically. They Nintendo, Again, Nintendo, there's no patterns with these motherfuckers. When Fire Emblem Awakening came out, there was a, a problem with the physical versus digital version, where like the physical version wasn't ready. So it was like extremely hard to get, and they didn't give a fuck. They just launched it. Yeah. So huh. I, I, it's, I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's a bad decision. But um, this game is in a weird place where, you know, I don't know. People it, are excited about it. The fact that it's a remake, I think, puts it in its own category that it's going to do great. It's going to be okay no matter how they do it. But I think that this isn't a hi-fi rush situation. I, I, I think that they're going to make the bet of announcing a release date, and it'll be within the next two months. I think yes, we'll get uh, an Advance Wars reboot camp release date. I think it'll come out shortly. I don't know if I don't know about out now, but I'd say like within the next few weeks it'll be out. That's my prediction. 
uh, will we see any high-profile remasters? And they say here Zelda or Metroid. We talked about Zelda a little bit. I mean, <laughs> will we finally get Metroid Prime? I'm gonna say yes. And again, I know that like people are gonna be like, Tim's getting way too hyped. It's like, no, the hype is deserved. Like we have a lot of questions that need to be answered, and a non sixty four here is asking those questions. <laughs> like I feel like we're not gonna get all of these things, but we better get some of them. And if we don't, guess what? We're getting a switch too sooner than a lot of motherfuckers think. Mm. I'm gonna say it's tough because I'm gonna say no on Zelda. I think because we're getting closer and closer to Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think they want to put out an- another Zelda leading up to it, at least this close. Um, I think you can save those for maybe a year later or two years later and, and, and bust those out then. Metroid is the interesting one, where Metroid Prime 4, I don't think, is coming that soon. You know, I think we're still a year or two or three away from, from that one. So if they know that they got a relatively long amount of time be- uh, before that, I could see them putting out a Metroid Prime remaster to hold us over. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes for for Metroid. And I'm gonna say in terms of percentage. Well, percentage is where it gets weird. Because percentage, I'm still I'm gonna like I'm gonna say 50. But that's still like more confident than I think I maybe I maybe should be for this, but dream. Yeah. Do we get a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom trailer? If so, how long is the trailer? I'm gonna say yes, we get a trailer for sure. The question is how long? I, I don't be necessarily think it's a for sure. I, I ah. think I think that we will. But I also wouldn't be surprised if, surprised if we just get a Zelda Direct and, like, that's that's what that is. That they don't want to, like, overuse trailers and stuff. But I would say a 50% chance that we get a trailer for this. I'm going to say 100% chance, baby. Take it to the bank. Hell, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to say 100. I'm going to say... Bear, do you remember how long the story trailer was at that um, the Nintendo Switch reveal event? Three minutes. Three minutes? Three minutes, wow. I'm going to say three minutes, though. I'm going to say it's going to be similar to the ones that we've gotten already for Tears of the Kingdom. Roughly, like, maybe almost two minutes. uh, Only a little bit more shown. Because I do think maybe at some point in the next uh, couple months or so, we get something more Tears of the Kingdom specific. And it's like uh, a... 15 minute deep dive into that like mm-hmm. a, a short direct just on tears of the kingdom so one that's not on here but do we get a switch like a nintendo switch tears of the kingdom edition oh there was that leaked uh image a couple months ago or maybe a month ago maybe yeah i mean i think the answer is yes but do we get it here or, or somewhere else okay. do they announce the zelda direct in this direct i don't know it's fair uh, what's something unexpected that each of you think could make an appearance at this direct? I mean, unexpected. That's an interesting thing. That's an yeah. interesting one. I mean, there's just a lot to expect. Like, that's why I'm yeah. excited about this is there's a lot to expect where I, we're really grasping at the unexpected. If you want me to say just some wild shit, Star Fox or F-Zero, but like, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen. Here's what I'll say. A Katana Zero, baby. Oh, give me a Katana Zero. D- uh, uh, Katana uh, One. Katana One. Give me the, the sequel, not even DLC, because I think they put out DLC or are putting out DLC. Yeah, the the DLC is still being worked on. Yeah, I've I've got another non exciting one where it's like, well, we'll, we will get a DLC booster course pass uh, update from. Yeah, Heart. I think that's a guarantee because it's been a little bit since we got in the last one. And then finally, will we see Hollow Knight Silk Song? I'm gonna give you a strong ten percent on that one. I'm going to say no. Tim says no. I say yes. Barrett says yes. Because I want Andy Cortez to be happy tomorrow. And there you have it. 
those are our predictions for tomorrow's Nintendo Direct. I'm actually very excited for this thing now. They got me mad hyped for this. Just actually talking Nintendo fucking it. Direct, of course you're hyped. Yeah, man. And shout out to the non-64 uh, for writing in all these prompts. It's actually been f- really fun to, to go through. Hell yeah. Of course, you can tune in uh, to watch us react to this Nintendo Direct live tomorrow right here on twitch.tv slash games and youtube.com slash games. Isn't that right, Tim? That is damn right. Cool. Man. Good, because I wasn't sure. Uh, speaking of youtube.com slash games, let me tell you about patreon.com slash games. Over there, you can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads... Let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that's shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones and then you just watch the prices drop we here at kind of funny have been using honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save that's the best part honey doesn't just work on desktops it works on your phone too you just activate it on safari on your phone you save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Tim Tendo, before we get to the next news story, do you have any final thoughts on this Nintendo Direct? Yes. Real real quick, I wanted to bring up two things. One that I expect to see and one that I don't expect to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't expect to see too much Pokemon stuff. Reason okay. being, 
Uh, normally, the, the big Pokemon announcements are in the, uh, like a Pokemon Presents or a Pokemon Direct, whatever they want to say. Uh, and Pokemon Day is coming up later in February. So I imagine that that is where we'll get the um, update on Scarlet and Violet DLC, which there's been a lot of rumors circulating, bless. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about Some of the rumors include four DLC drops for this game, like massive really? support of Scarlet and Violet Holy over the shit. next uh, year or two. So that could be... <laughs> Each of the drops are going to break the game more exactly, and more. Even more and more and more. I'm still so, yeah, the shit we'll out. see how that goes. But then the other thing is, we can expect to see DLC. And I think that that's something that Nintendo has conditioned us uh, towards the last couple years, where I would say expect Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC mm-hmm. announcement there, or at least like showcase there. Um, there's always the like the get hype moment of DLC for people like us that would be like Mario Party superstars. Oh I'd love it. God. It seems Please. like such a slam dunk no-brainer. I don't know why they seem to not be doing it. They finally got the recipe right with yeah. superstars. Isn't it crazy how good Mario Party superstars is? We don't talk about it enough. We it's don't. It's like a great Switch game, but because we play it all I, the time and it's really fun. It's because I think that they need to keep adding stuff to it and they're for some reason hesitant to do that despite clearly like giving up the goose when it comes to the Mario Party games and they're available on the Nintendo Switch online. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like they're being sacred about it like they have in the past when it comes to like some of the original Pokemon games or whatever where they really want to make sure that you're only getting them certain ways. So it's like, they clearly are like, yo, play these fucking games. Give us a DLC, everybody. Give me some DLC. Right. Give me some DLC. Story number two, Tim. Speaking of Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch surpasses PS4 and Game Boy to become the third best-selling console of all time. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. The Switch has now sold 122.55 million units, surpassing the PS4 and the Game Boy to become the third best-selling video game console of all time. The figure was revealed in Nintendo's third quarter earnings report, which also announced that 994.30 million units of Switch software have now been sold. Having passed 122.55 million units, the Switch now sits behind the Nintendo DS at 154.02 million units sold and the PS2 at 159 million units sold. Tim, is the Switch going to become number one? It's hard to believe. Mm. I, I don't think so. I think that the 154 is a very, very high number. If tomorrow Nintendo like, brings the damn heat and gives us a roadmap of like, yo, motherfuckers, yeah, Zelda, Mario, Metroid, bitches, mm. then maybe, you know, those are the type of commitments getting another 2017 and yeah. then getting another 2018 and then another 2019 then maybe, yeah, we will hit 155. I thought you were going to say another no, 2020. We stop there. Oh, God, no, please, we no. We stop there. But for Nintendo, give them another. I mean, imagine if they did another Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Oh, my God. Like, if we get anything close to that, which, I mean, look, all they need to do, all they need to do. I know it's not as easy as I'm saying it here. <laughs> all they need to do but is save like, the world. Yeah. Just, hey, just make another, uh, make a sequel to the best to the video best. game of all time. Exactly. With fucking Zelda and then Mario Odyssey and all that. So, but legitimately, if they put out a... If, if Tears of the Kingdom is lives up to the hype, and then they put out another 3D Mario that is what we expect from a 3D Mario, and then we get Oracle of Seasons or Ages or even Link to the Past remade in the Link's Awakening style, if oh, they just kind of did the things again, <laughs> oh, we're crossing 154. We I get it, man. I get <laughs> it. You gotta not, prepare me before. Gotta be careful with these words, Tim. Like you can't just say can't just say these things in front of bear. But yeah, do you? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's wild that we're here now, right? Where it's hit the, the third best-selling console. And they deserve it, right? The games have been great. I, this has been one of the best Nintendo generations of all time, right? And, like, it's wild that they're still able to keep that same level of 
quality and same level of innovation with a lot of the same ips that they've been putting out games with uh, since the nes right that's super wild that you can take these franchises that were on the super nintendo and be like cool now here's fucking mario odyssey and here's zelda breath of the wild and here's animal crossing uh, new horizons here's all these iterations of these, these games that you love that are still upping the level and still uh keeping up with uh, uh contemporary games right like animal crossing is one of the best selling games ever we're going to talk about it about it in a little bit um and I think with that, yeah, like they've been killing it. Good on them for reaching uh, third. I don't know. I don't have a, a, enough familiarity with how swiftly the numbers grow this late in the generation to really to, to to really say. But I will say, yeah, if we get another, I'd imagine if we get another Switch like iteration hardware, mm-hmm. right? If they do like a Switch OLED light or something like that, yeah. have another one of those. Yeah, like I think that's going to boost things up. I think that's going to um, point to them extending the, the 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 life cycle, the lifetime of this um, console cycle. And yeah, if we get the games, I I, I think they could get there. But thirty I mean, million is still a lot. I've said a this lot to many sell. times, and and people like a lot of people don't agree with me. But I am still convinced that whatever the next Switch is is going to be part of this line in some way, shape, or form. In the mm-hmm. same way that Game Boy to Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Color was the successor, but it wasn't really. It was just extending an already very long life cycle for a console. So we got the Game Boy from what, 1989 to 1998, and then we had the Color from 98 to 2001. That was extending it three years, and during that time was when the Game Boy had its biggest successes with Pokemon and the color in general when that was just such a great time. Mm -hmm. Um, I imagine that the Switch can do that exact same fucking thing. That would be incredible. (laughs) Give me the Switch Advance, please. Uh, Speaking of sales, story number three, we also got Switch software sales. This is Ollie Welsh at Polygon. Switch software sales remain more than healthy. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet shifted an incredible 20 million copies in their first six weeks on sale, making this already the fourth best-selling generation of Pokemon games ever. Splatoon 3, another recent release, has cruised to 10 million sales, while the Switch's top seller, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, has cracked the 50 million barrier with an astonishing 52 million copies sold, putting it in a very exclusive club with the likes of Tetris, Wii Sports, Minecraft, and Grand Theft Auto V. What a wild feat for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, dude, and that's not including Mario Kart 8. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. that I mean, that, which I forget how much that sold. but At least 10 units on the yeah, Wii U. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <One's> <laughs> for <zero>. sure. For <laughs> sure. Uh, but I mean, jokes aside, I'm pretty sure it sold like 10 million. Is, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I mean, I mean, what the, Switch, the Wii U sold like 13 million units. Okay, so maybe. Hardware. Yeah, you're right. But, right, but like, it's, it's Mario Kart 8, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if it, if more than if half the people. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. While you're looking that up, let me tell people about uh, what the the top 10 for the Switch looks like right now in terms of software sales. So at number 10, we got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. That's sitting at 15.07 million units. At number 9, Ring Fit Adventure. At number 8, Super Mario Party. That's at 18.79 million units. At number 7, Pokemon Sword and Shield with 20.61 million units. At number 6, Super Mario Odyssey with 25.12 million units. Number 5, Pokemon Sword and Shield with 25.68. Number 4, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with 29 million units number three super smash brothers ultimate 30 million um at number two animal crossing new horizons 41.59 million units and at number one mario kart 8 deluxe with 52 million units absolutely incredible numbers there and every time we do these nintendo financials it always blows my mind just how much they can continue to grow for the same fucking games like it's not like these games are changing but the thing is it there are games being added, right? 
So uh, there's an error here, right? Because Pokemon Sword and Shield is on here twice. And I think one of those is supposed to be Scarlet and Violet. Because I was actually curious to see where Scarlet and Violet hit. I want to say Scarlet so, and Violet is number seven. Because I think they sold 20, uh, 20 million units. 20,610,000. So uh, looking at the Pokemon game rankings, currently, yeah, Scarlet and Violet is coming in at number four at 20,600,000K. Gold and Silver at 23,700K. Sword and Shield, 25 mil. Red, Green, and Blue, 31 mil. Jeez. Wow. Can Scarlet and Violet become number one? I mean, if they had those DLC packs they have talking those about. DLC packs, I think it could happen, man. Like, that is freaking crazy. Sp- Pokemon Scarlet and Violet hitting number seven in only, how many months has it been? Four months? Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. wild. That's some compare, money right there. Sword and Shield did 16 million in the same time frame. Jeez, dude. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet is tracking four million higher than Sword and Shield. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. And despite all of the, the hubbub. ridiculous bugs and like borderline unplayability of Scarlet and Violet in a lot of places, I think the reception to Scarlet and Violet was much higher than, than Sword, Sword and Shield, Shield overall. And yeah. the Sword and Shield, like the tail, I think, went down a lot quicker when you look at a lot of the Pokemon YouTubers and stuff and like the way that they talk about uh, Sword and Shield. So I don't know, man. I think you could do it. Goddamn. Uh, let's keep talking about Nintendo with story number four. Nintendo announces a 10% pay raise for devs d- despite lower profits. This is Ethan Gotch at Kotaku. Nintendo announced a 20% Switch sales drop in its latest financial report, but still plans to institute a 10% pay raise, the company told investors on Tuesday. While it's unclear if that hike will trickle down to temporary con- contractors at the, at the Mario Maker's uh, North American headquarters, some there say they've already seen substantial raises over the last couple of months. Quote, it's important for our long-term growth to secure our workforce, Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa said during the company's earnings report today, according to Reuters. Uh, the news comes after Japan's prime minister, Fumio Kishida, uh, recently called on companies to pay workers more, th- more after inflation hit its highest point in the country since 1981. The raises were also announced during an earnings presentation that otherwise included disappointing, nu- disappointing news. Switch sales fell even though the recently released Pokemon Scarlet and Violet games are the fastest selling ever in the company's history, already reaching 20 million. As a result, Nintendo actually announced it will make less money during its current fiscal year than it had previously uh, planned. The announcement of raises then comes in stark contrast to recent layoffs uh, and cost-cutting measures at Microsoft, Electronic Arts, uh, Take-Two, and others. And this is this is fascinating, right? It is. This brings me back to um, Iwata back during the Wii U, the Wii U launch and the Wii U's failure, where he took a massive pay cut in order to keep workforce on and not have to have layoffs. Uh, this is something that we've seen before from Nintendo, but it's still it's cool to see it happening in real time too. Right uh, with after a year that you know, even though we're talking about all these numbers, even though we're talking about Scarlet and Violet doing well and all this stuff, still overall saw them see a dip. The fact that they're increasing wages, pretty interesting, pretty cool. You know, I gotta say. Give me the one, Barrett. Give him the one. Sometimes weird Nintendo decisions can be good decisions. That's true. That's true. You nailed it. Because this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> but they did it. Good for them. Freaking awesome. I hope that other people can look at this and kind of, you know, do this instead of laying people off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of that, story number five, Tim. Take two is planning layoffs. This is Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Grand Theft Auto publisher Take-Two has confirmed a cost reduction program to cut $50 million of annual spending after after a string of high-profile launches failed to find an audience. 
Speaking to investors, Take-Two boss Strauss Zelnick said recent releases such as the excellent but overlooked Marvel's Midnight Suns plus PGA Tour 2K23 and New Tales of the Borderlands uh, had all been received well but sold poorly. Quote, we're seeing softness in the overall market, uh, Zelnick uh, subsequently told GamesIndustry.biz. Quote, our titles are performing. Uh, Yeah, our titles are performing. We've gotten great review scores. We've gotten terrific critical acclaim. uh, And one after another, we've been delivering hits into the current market. However, we are seeing softness in terms of our consumer demand, particularly for console products and recurrent consumer spending related to console products, end quote. Take-Two's upcoming cost-cutting drive will impact personnel, processes, infrastructure, and other areas, particularly uh, in their publishing and corporate corporate functions, Zelnick continued. It continue, or it comes on, on top of an already announced $100 million round of cost synergies expected from its recent acquisition of Zynga. Will Take-Two be the next company to announce mass layoffs akin to Microsoft and Google? For now, Zelnick seems to suggest nothing quite of that scale. Quote, we don't expect any kind of broad-based reduction in force, Zelnick said of possible layoffs. Quote, we are going department by department and trying to drive efficiency, end quote. It wasn't all bad news for Take-Two. Other games in the publisher's portfolio performed well or continued to. Uh, these included the Evergreen Grand Theft Auto V and GTA Online, as well as the NBA 2K series. Red Dead Redemption 2 also sold well, shifting another 4 million copies to pass the enormous 50 million lifetime sales milestone. Wow. A lot going on here, Tim. Yeah. I, what surprises me is that they're surprised about uh, Tales from the Borderlands because they did not market that game. I, I, I don't know anybody that played Tales from the Borderlands. So for them to talk about, uh, yeah, like, you know, Tales from the Borderlands didn't, uh, you know, did critically well, but like it sold poorly. PGA Tour 2K23, another one uh, that they shout out. I don't think I realized that there was a 2K23. We were talking about Tiger, or no, not Tiger Woods. Or maybe it was Tiger Woods. We were talking about EA's golf game yeah. um, a few weeks ago. And I was like, finally, a golf game. I didn't, even know, <laughs> I didn't even know PGA Tour uh, 2K23 existed. And then Marvel's Midnight Suns is one that, that's an interesting one. I'm surprised that that uh, underperformed because I feel like I heard a lot of people talking about that one. I think with that, Marvel Midnight Suns, I feel, has a lot going against it. Just uh, with it having the delay that it did, I think put it in a in a bad place. What's yeah. a good place for that game? I don't really know. But I feel I like thought, December is not a great place for uh, that game. Exactly. It's just not. And yeah. so adding uh, on to this story, I saw a tweet from somebody involved with uh, Midnight Suns saying that it was critically well-received. The sales weren't there. But they do expect that there's a chance that it'll have a longer tail um, because uh, games from that dev typically do. Uh, in that genre, because it is a, a bit more niche. Yes, that makes sense. And they do have DLC drops. They have the Deadpool thing yeah. that is either happening or has happened, and I'm it sure they're going to add more things over time. Um, and so that's nice. But yeah, this is such a, stri- a, a stark contrast to the previous story, right? Where um, you know Strauss Zelnick mentions that like we don't, he doesn't expect layoffs to the point of what we've been seeing across the industry. But I don't know, man. This uh, the way that they're putting it, right? It sounds like there's still going to be layoffs happening, and I think that's unfortunate coming off of. Again, Tales from the Borderlands in PJ Tour, which talking about Tales of Borderlands specifically, I do think my the main problem with that game in terms of sales is that people didn't realize that that game was coming out. Like y'all just did not market that thing the way it, was, it, it should have been marketed. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have on it. Yeah. Next news story. Our final news story for the day. Story number six. Let's get back to Nintendo and talk about Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Home circuit developers are now making a Hot Wheels version. Uh, this is Rebecca Valentine at IGN. If you like the idea of the mixed reality kart game, Mario Kart Home Circuit, but felt like it could use uh, fewer red-clad plumbers, the same developers are on the cusp of releasing a very similar game, but with Hot Wheels. 
It's called Hot Wheels Rift Rally, and it's coming to iOS, PS4, and PS5 on March 14th, 2023. Hot Wheels Rift Rally is similarly a mixed reality game that involves a chameleon RC car uh, and uh, and tracks that players can set up around their homes using rift gates, basically gates that the, the car can drive through that denote where the track is. Then, players drive the tracks they've set up using the in-game screen, with the RC car digitally changing into one of over 140 different variations of Hot Wheels car uh, on screen. Rift Rally includes both a campaign mode where players use the gates to build tracks and explore different different maps, uh, and a stunt mode that eschews the gate for performing drifts, wheelies, and burnouts to hit high scores. Like Home Circuit, Rift Rally does get a bit pricey because of the included RC car. The standard edition is $130, and the collector's edition is $150, which includes a special edition RC car uh, and an additional limited edition Hot Wheels car in a display case. It's worth noting that developer Velen Studios is also the studio behind Knockout City, a very different game involving dodgeballs and online multiplayer, rest in peace, that we just learned is officially shutting down in June. A lot of interesting stuff here. It is. Uh, a couple of cool things. I saw somebody tweeting that uh, Valen Studios hid their logo in the the logo for the game. Oh, really? Yeah, like in the um, the Rift Rally, like in between the words. Like you can see the little Valen Studios logo, which is interesting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's thing. awesome. Um, but I, this is super cool. Uh, Mario Kart Home Circuit is one of those experiences I would describe as just pure magic. Like when we first saw it revealed, it was like, can you imagine being a kid playing with this? Yep. And then here I was, a 32-year-old man, and when I got it, and I set it up for the first time, and I played with it in my house, I giggled. Oh, yeah. It was just pure excitement that it worked. It actually worked. It was my house. I'm looking down the Switch. The little Mario Kart's going around, and I'm just, like, chasing down Moose and Toretto. Like, it was so <laughs> much fun, and I could not believe how dope it was. Barriers to entry, pretty expensive. It's a lot of shit, but like again, I think the market wasn't so much us as much as children, right? Mm-hmm. And it is a big activity in the same way setting up Hot Wheels tracks was. Like, do you remember being? A, were you in Hot Wheels as a kid? Yeah, I was. Of course you were. Yeah. We all fucking were. And the dream was: can you imagine having your entire room covered with the orange tracks and loops and all the jumps and all that fucking cool shit? And we never had that because mm-hmm. we were kids, exactly. You know, but now you could have that. Your house now turns into the adventure. The entire track. You see even in that trailer, people like setting up skateboards and stuff. And I've seen a lot of um, people I know with kids play around with the Mario Kart and do that. Like spend an entire day making their house into a dope track to then race on. I think that's great. Taking the Hot Wheels brand, making it a little bit more accessible, having it be on iOS, I think is a great move because that is something people have a phone. No Android, big miss there. Big Big miss, miss, right? You're letting uh, letting go of a, a big market share. Um, but I think Hot Wheels is a perfect brand for this. I still think the pricing, though, that they're talking about here is a little high. 130 or 150. You're getting up there. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is one that strikes me as a this is gonna be a Christmas gift. I think for a lot of people. I, I wish this came out uh, before, like Black Friday, this last Black Friday, because I would have considered getting something like this for my nephews. Right. I might get this for my nephews this year, right? Especially if if I'm able to get this on a sale on, on Black Friday. Um, and speaking of missing platforms, I did notice the lack of Xbox there, which does bum me out a little bit, just for the fact that this last Christmas got my nephews an Xbox Series S. Mm. I don't. I'm sure my sister has a um an I O uh, like an, an iPhone that they could play on, but I think it'd be way cooler and way easier for all 
everybody involved if there was uh, an Xbox um, inclusion here. Um, but that said, I think it was a really cool idea. Shout out to Velen Studios, right, for continuing to to, to get work. Exist. Yeah, to continue to exist. <laughs> for real. Because then talking about Knockout City and then talking about um, them uh, shutting down Knockout City uh, in, in a few months bums me out especially because i think that's such a talented studio and to have projects like this that they can look to and go hey this is a cool thing that we can do and also it's going to make us money so we can continue to do our thing hell yeah like go get in Velen studios great work there and then yeah i just i taking the mario kart idea the mario kart home circuit as well as home circuit home circuit idea applying it to hot wheels brilliant stroke of genius yeah like whoever thought about that give them a raise <laughs> tim mm-hmm. i'm very excited to see what the next ip is that does a home circuit is it fast and furious maybe who knows? But figuring out if Fast and Furious Dom's at home is Dom. so far away. Dom's at home. <laughs> Dom's at That's the best one I can figure. Wow. <laughs> Fast and Furious Dom's at home. <laughs> figuring out if that game's ever going to get announced is just so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. And this Friday, I will be live reacting to the Fast 10 trailer at 8 a.m. Pacific on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Sorry, you threw me off there. The dudes got off. The dudes got kind of weird. The dudes got kind of weird. Out today, we got Endling. Extinction is Forever for iOS and Android. Birth for PC. Nadir, a grim dark deck builder for Switch and PC. Prison Tycoon under new management for everything. I don't like that. Tameless for everything. And then the Xbox Series X Stellar Shift controller is available That now. thing is hot. It is hot. Barry, if you have a second, if you're able to find the Stellar Shift controller uh, to display it to the people, because that thing is looking fire. New dates for you. Sorry, what, what, what one was this? The Xbox Series X Stellar Shift controller. It might be on the Xbox Twitter. Uh, new dates for you. Hell of an Office, the satanic speedrunning first-person platformer, manifests itself into existence through Steam Early Access via PC on March 14th. Uh, Barrett, I might also need gameplay of Hell of an <laughs> Office. Because I think it might be one that appeals to you. So this is the Stellar Shift controller. Mm. Look at this thing. Mm. It's hot. That's hot. That's hot. It's sexy. Oh, those buttons. Yeah. Nice buttons. Nice buttons. Xbox knows how to make a controller, man. They know how to make a controller. Uh, but yeah, uh, also Hell of an Office. That that game looks like it has the possibility of appealing to us, Barrett, because it looks very neon white-ish. But it doesn't look as cool as neon white is the only thing, but it does look interesting in terms of what the gameplay is. This is Hell of an Office. And uh, I don't know if we caught this, but uh, Have a Nice Death, uh, which is that like a uh, little 2D uh, uh, game where you're playing as uh, death and fighting like what seems very like Hollow Knight uh, yeah. type of gameplay. I think that got a date recently as oh. well. Oh. For- I think March or April. I can look that up. That. Bear, does this do anything for you guys as you're seeing this trailer? The first a person speedrunning like, game where you have a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> I like the stapler. It's, it's fun and goofy. I, uh, it, it's going to be one where I, I need to maybe see like Andy play it and like get really good at it, and that'll inspire me to play it. Because that's what happened with Neon White. I'd no, like, I'd seen Neon White before it come out, and I was like, all right, whatever. And then it wasn't until Andy played it on one of our streams where I was like, wait, this actually looks dope as fuck. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Having a hell of a hell of a hell of an office uh, seems like it has like some of those same pulls to it. But it's that, it's that thing where you never know until you get your hands on the controller. So I yeah. kind of want to get my hands on the controller for that one. Um, Have a Nice Death is coming out on March 22nd, 2023. It was announced uh, about a week ago. So good looks on that, Barrett. Uh, Garden of the Sea launches for PSVR 2 on February 22nd, and then Bramble the Mountain King launches on April 27th for Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. Plus, I want to go back 
to the Nintendo software sales story. For bring it, bring us back. I want to I want to ask you a little question here. What up? Pokemon Legends Arceus mm-hmm. came out last year. Same year that Pokemon Sword and, or uh, Scarlet Violet. and Violet came out. Scarlet and Violet 20 million sold. Mm-hmm. We know that. It is the fourth highest selling Pokemon game. Mm. What number ranking do you think Pokemon Legends Arceus is? Oh, I mean, I imagine it did pretty well because it was like the first kind of open world Pokemon game in that way. Came out before Scarlet. I think Scarlet obviously did better because it was mainline and we heard a lot more about those sales numbers. I'm going to say Legends Arceus, number seven. Number 13. What? It is the 13. What's the, do you have the exact numbers? I do. The 13th highest selling Pokemon game sold 14.6 million copies. That is consistency. The 13th. That is consistency right there for the Pokemon franchise. Damn. That's wild. That is fucking wild. So going up off of that, like to bridge the gap from the 14 to to 20, it goes uh, Pokemon Yellow above that. And like, we're talking... Ten thousand units, uh-huh. like it. Wow, that's that's will Real close. beat. Um, and then a little a three hundred k more than that. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Then let's go Pikachu, Eevee, Black, White, Ruby, Sapphire, Sun, Moon, X, Y, Diamond, Pearl, Scarlet, Violet, and then we get up into the the Game Boy ones. Essentially, <sighs> um, it's just wild to think of how many of the Switch iterations of Pokemon are fourteen plus million selling games. <laughs> and like the other, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, wild. it's wild. I mean, we talk a lot about like. Hey man, maybe Game Freak should, sh- should slow down because these games are running l- less and less well the more and more you put these things out at a rapid pace. But they look at the numbers, you know, the Pokemon company looks at the numbers and they're like, oh man, put that shit out. We don't yeah. care if it's a stop let's motion. Let's monetize their picture. sleep, baby. Yeah, let's monetize these people's sleep. Let's monetize them brushing their teeth. Let's monetize them taking a shit. Let's do <laughs> like, it, they're gonna Pokemon that. shit. Pokemon doo butter, baby. You're going to get Pokemon doo butter sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Trust us. Trust us. Bear, I'm gonna need to, or, uh, Roger, if you're watching this, I'm going to need a fake trailer edited of Pokemon Doodoo Butter. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Pokemon Brown and... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now it's time for counterfunnycom slash you're wrong where you write in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later. <laughs> Somebody in the chat said Pokemon Diglets. Uh, listening later on podcast uh. services around the globe. Uh, I don't know if I... Nano's writing it with leaks. That I don't know if I believe. Talking about a Pokemon baseball game that might have leaked. Pokemon baseball. Or sorry, a Mario baseball game. Excuse me. Sorry. Going back to the Mario sports conversation. Um, Nana says, I'm going to write in with, on Thursday with all your Nintendo Direct predictions uh, to points to see how well you guys did. Thanks so much, Nana, for that. Uh, Nana says, Mario Kart 8 sold around 8 million units on the Wii U. Damn. I mean... Uh... Jordan Deeb follows up saying 8.46 million units out of 13 million on the Wii U. Bro, Nintendo had this stuff. Nintendo just got the stuff. Except when it comes to the Wii U. Bring us the stuff tomorrow. <laughs> they got the stuff in the software. They got the stuff the in the stuff. software. Um, it's just crazy. Too. Like, I don't want to get into a whole console debate uh, conversation, but like, the Switch is the best console ever made. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I was. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna <laughs> you say ain't that. Wrong. It's, it might be in the conversation. But I wasn't gonna say that. No, I was gonna say that. Like, what? Like, what does PlayStation have to do to like get the this level of um, attachment rate? Right. Like, they're putting out ten out of ten masterpieces. I mean, there's one after another. Well, I mean, and like right. Animal Crossing is still like <laughs> Animal Crossing is lapping. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. games. I mean, that, it's it, fucking crazy how well Nintendo games do. It is really crazy when you put it that way. Like. 
I don't know. I don't know. Bless. All I'm saying is PlayStation put out some cute games. All right, you got an Animal That's Crossing really what in it you. Is, you know. <laughs> That's definitely they, it. They, they need yeah. Put out some cute games. Yeah. yeah. Give us a Kratos Farm Simulator game. All right. Yes. Give me a, <laughs> give me a um, Astro Crossing, Astrobots mm. Town Crossing, Atreus Cart. Oh man, Atreus and like his little friends <laughs> is doing a cart. I don't know how many friends Atreus has, but. At least a few. 20 million Dude. seller. <laughs> At least Atreus few. and his little friends ride some carts. I'm just saying, PlayStation, hire me. I'll get you on, on the Nintendo stuff. <laughs> I got you. Tomorrow's host for Kind of Funny Games Daily are going to be me and Greg. If you're watching this live after this is a Kind of Funny Morning Show with Mike, Ooh. Nick, and Andy. If you want to cast that stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Remember this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every day live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games and youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, game daily.